Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You're watching Premises. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Live podcast on a Friday night. It is uh, February 9th. A lot of stuff happened today. Joe answered for what happened last night. Wasn't that a fiasco? Did you watch any of that? Joe losing his shit, literally losing his shit on TV with people who are asking basic questions like, when did your son die, sir? When were you vice president, sir? That's not an attack. Uh, what we've heard over the last uh, 24 hours is the vitriol out of D.C. in the deep swamp saying that Joe is being attacked for the death of his son. That's not why they're attacking him. They're attacking him because Joe can't remember when his son died. That's why they're attacking him. They're attacking him because he can't remember when he was VP with Obama, the first black president. Doesn't remember that. Remembered where the files were in his garage, but he couldn't remember when he was VP. That's where we're going to be talking tonight. Is the deep state going to deep six Joe? Um... I've got a special guest with me. We've never done this before. Uh, she just launched her very first Twitter account ever. Well, I, I kind of lie. Um, she launched a, a Twitter account. Mine got taken, and she wasn't using hers, so I took hers. So the, the account that I have now is actually hers. She has a new account. Mrs. Kramer says, and she's just as snarky as I am. And she's joining me tonight for the first time to jump in on the news because what we've been hearing about, people have got to start talking about this among their friends and family and so on. What we're living through right now, folks, this ain't fucking normal. This ain't right. And somebody's got to speak up about it and say something about it. And so uh, Mrs. Kramer says, uh, what would you like to say to open the show here? Would, what would you like to tell everybody? Well, hello, um, Mr. Kramer says. <laughs> um, I, I actually decided I wanted to do this because I, I think I wanted to find out if there are people that feel like this world is as crazy as I think it is. Um, it's been amazing to me and I woke up, um, with COVID, well, with the misinformation in COVID and knew we were, something was seriously wrong with this country and it's been downhill ever since. So I listened to Tim, bitch complain, try to inspire, 
Um, he well, first of all, she thought I was crazy. Back in back in 2020, when all this stuff started, I, I, I said, well, this is what's going to happen. If they continue down this path, this is the slippery slope, and we're fucked. And she thought I was depressed. She thought I was losing my mind. And then COVID really struck, where everything was locked down, and we couldn't shop because I refused to wear the mask. And that, I think that was kind of like an eye-opening that we were not living in America that we grew up in. Would you agree? Yes. And, and you don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to go to medical school to take a look at what they were, what they were saying, what we, what we were seeing. Nothing made any sense to anybody that ha- has gone to school, um, primary school. Yep. <clears throat> so it, it, at that moment, I knew everything he'd been saying and telling me, warning me about. I didn't want to believe. Um, I grew up believing that you fought for your country, you, you, you had pride in your country, you worked hard, you saved your money, the American dream. Yep. And that was just dwindling. Um, I, I, I couldn't imagine that we lived in a country where a government would do what they did with COVID. Um, so at, at that point I was like, okay, I, I, I'm getting where he's coming from. It, it wasn't until more recently that I decided he's absolutely right. Everybody's got to get off the couch and do something. Um, as simple as saying, no, I, I don't agree with that. Right. Your family and friends, you start with them. No, I don't agree with that. You need to start talking to the people you love. Once you start doing that, you'll be able to do it to a stranger. Yep, yep. And it's it's coming from your heart. You've gotta do something and get involved. And at the point where I saw him, <clears throat> Kramer says, getting involved, uh, I, I knew that that was it for me. I, I had to help him, support him. Um, and honestly, I, I, I think it helps him to get on and vent and he hears comments and, and, and people are encouraging and supportive. And sometimes that's all we need. We just right. need to know we're not the only one. Right. And that's, that's the whole thing. When you, when you stand up and you take a stand uh, against whatever, the bully on the playground, it, it, it's, it's good to know that there's somebody else behind you that's saying, yeah, I feel the same way. And, and that the courage that, they, that someone else displays makes them rise. And and that's what we've got to have in this nation right now, folks. Look at what's happening. Look at what just happened in in New York. This is astounding to me. We've got illegal immigrants beating up cops. I thought that was the worst thing you could do in America. That when you beat up on cops, that you got to go to jail for the rest of your life because you're an insurrectionist. Yeah, that's what we've been told for the last how many years now? But if you're illegal and you beat up on cops... They let you out on your own word. Yeah, just go, just come back and make sure you're in court. That's the America we're living in today, folks. I'm not crazy. I'm not insane. You see it in the news. The people that are charging Trump with these high crimes and misdemeanors, trying to think that they can trip him up for an election. These people that are doing that are caught up in their own scandal of, of money laundering through the courts. You've got to get involved. Get some skin in the fucking game. 
Stop waiting for somebody else to stand up and defend your freedoms. I've said it once, and I'll say it a million times. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for the ones I love, and I'm definitely not doing it for you. Your freedoms are yours to defend. That's why they're called individual rights. You have to defend them yourself, the individual. And if you don't do that, they win. Yep, every every opportunity, wherever you can say no, I, I, I'm not gonna go along with that. You know what's right and wrong. We all have, and we've watched it disappear. Right is is wrong now, and wrong is right. Well, I, and, a, great a great example is what we said was gonna happen with the military. We called this. We said, if they put these mandates on these soldiers, it will weaken our defense. And now what are they screaming for? Soldiers that they want to send to Ukraine to fight this imaginary war with Russia. And we're supposed to sit here and wait for our sons to be called up. No, no, America. Now is the time to revolt and say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm an American citizen. You don't tell me to put my son's life, my daughter's life on the line because of some financial interest you have in a foreign nation. Are you insane? You're not the king. You're one of us. You're no more than us. We're all equal. You're just the president. You can't do that. That's what people have to start saying. They've got to start ranting and not being afraid to rant. And be upset with the system that is so defiled, so corrupt. I, I, it's, it's just disgusted. Going down to the border is, a, is an eye-opening lesson. You go down there, and here's what you're finding, folks. We don't have a problem at the border. Not at Eagle Pass right now. Nope, 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 nope. And everybody's praising Abbott. Why didn't he do that three years ago? Because it didn't help him politically. That's why it didn't happen. Why are they doing it now? Because they need it, folks. They need it. Abbott's in trouble. So he's got to bolster his ratings for the next election. When he comes up next, he's going to say, look what I did down at the border. And the question is, well, why didn't you do it sooner? You've had that control for how many years, sir? We're at an inflection point in this nation, folks. If you don't understand, it's not left against right. It's right against wrong. It's easy to, to pick the easy side right now. The side where you don't say anything, you don't do anything because, well, it's just easier to go along and get along. But those days are coming to an end. It, it's coming up shortly here. And, and the days are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And it's going faster and faster and faster. And the, the closer we get to this cascade moment, by the time we reach the edge, it's too late. You didn't even know you were ever in the river. You thought you were going to flow on forever and you're going over the edge. That's what we're headed toward. And we're headed toward that because Americans will not speak up. They're afraid of their government. Now think about that. In America, you're afraid of your government. Why? January 6th? Think about that. You're afraid to go to the house that you built, that you pay for. And I don't agree with the people that went in, but even for them, that's their house. They want to destroy it. It's theirs to destroy. Yes, it belongs to all of us. No, I didn't agree with it. But that's the people's house. 
They didn't go to private businesses. They didn't go to private property. They didn't burn down communities. No, they went to the house where they're supposed to go redress grievances. That's a crime. But if you want to come into the border illegally, take our welfare, take housing, take jobs. If you want to do that illegally, come on in. That's okay to do in America today. This is the world that we live in. Unless you speak up, unless you do something, it's going to continue because a machine does not fix itself. It needs something from the outside to act on it. It's dirty. Yes, you got to get into the machine. But other than destroying the machine, there's no other option. Now, let me give you a history lesson real quick after I take a quick drink of my bourbon. Oh, it's time to drink? It's time to drink. Okay. Okay. So, you know, here's, here's one of the things that's astonishing to me. People think they know their American history, and they really don't understand their American history. Um, we are in the exact same situation right now today that our founding fathers were in. Exactly. There's no difference whatsoever. Now, let me explain. So, when our founding fathers decided that they want to kind of revolt, it was over their rights. You see, as, as British citizens, they had certain guaranteed rights by the crown that couldn't be impeded, kind of like our constitutional rights. But the king, well, he wasn't keeping his word, and he was infringing on those rights. And so they wanted those rights back, and they, uh, they petitioned King George on numerous occasions. That's why Ben Franklin and the others were going back and forth to England is because they were trying to negotiate rates. And then when they realized they couldn't do that, they started going to France so they could get an ally. They didn't want to overthrow the government. That's not what the, that's not what the goal was. They just wanted their rights back. We're in the same exact situation here. I talked to people all across the country on the left and on the right. No one wants to overthrow the government. No one wants an insurrection. No one wants a dictator on the left or on the right. Well, maybe on the left, but no one on the right. <laughs> Sometimes I walk myself into them. Yeah. And they, we, we don't want that. And America's not going to allow that from the left or from the right. The situation that we've got right now, folks, is we've got a party that is out of control. They've aligned with a group of people on a global scale that are telling you that you'll live a certain way and you'll be happy. You'll own nothing and be happy. That's, that's not a question. That's a, hey, will you guys do this for us? No, it's, that's a command. <laughs> They're not joking around. Nope. And, and they've gone through every measure. And as I said earlier tonight on a TikTok Live, I said, um, you've you got to ask yourself the question, if you're waiting for your Savior to come through, and what I mean by is somebody with white, white hats or Q or Trump or somebody else, they're not coming, folks. It's us. Just like it was back in 1776. Nothing's changed. This is the exact same thing. We don't want to overthrow the government. We just want our rights back. We want transparency in our elections. We want medical freedom. We want the right to be able to go to the, to the border without feeling like we're being spied on by our government for exercising our constitutional rights. Those are the things that we want. We don't want a race war. We don't want to keep legal immigrants out. We need you. 
Come aboard. We're all immigrants. We're supposed to be a fucking melting pot. That's what I was taught when I was a kid. But now everybody's got a fucking hyphen in their name to make themselves feel feel special. You're not special. You're already special. You're a goddamn American. That's what makes you special. That's what makes you unique. You alone have freedom to do more than anybody else on the planet if you'd only exercise these freedoms and say, no, you will not impede me anymore. You won't do it. There's only one way. There's only one way that they stop. And that's if you say no. Non-compliance. Non-compliance across the board. We'll be right back after this. America's political prisoners need our help. Kramer Says is on a mission to raise $100,000 or more. Can you help? Join our mission today at KramerSays.shop. Kramer Says is everywhere. Twitter, True, Instagram, and always on America's fastest-growing free speech platform. Kramer Says Social. Make your free account today at KramerSays.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Welcome back to a Friday Night Live with Kramer Says. And uh, the wife, uh, Mrs. Kramer Says, has joined me tonight. First time ever. Hello, Mrs. Kramer Says. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Kramer Says. Oh, that was sexy. We can't be doing that all night. We'll have to leave this. uh, We'll have to uh, end this early. (laughs) And daddy's had a couple drinks. (laughs) So so is mama. Well, there we go. Okay, well, this may end uh, faster than we think. Uh, Hey, uh, one of the big things that's going on, and we've been talking about for a long time, if you listen to any of my content... Um, is the the issue of the Smith-Munt Act. If you know what that is, or if you don't know what it is, uh, let me tell you what it is real quick. Um, There was an act passed, uh, I believe it was in 1948, by Congress that said the tools that we used in propaganda around the planet should never be used inside the U.S. It should never be used by the government. The government should not have the ability, the legality, to propagandize its own people. That's what they realized in 1948 because of how dangerous propaganda is. And the way that propaganda works is not like most people think. It's, it's not like somebody publishes something or, or just puts something out. No, it's the integration of information through trusted sources and that information is incorrect or is misleading enough to make somebody make the wrong decision. That's what propaganda is. It's, it's, it's a guide to make you believe something other than what the truth is. In 2013, our government, the Obama government, with the support of rhinos uh, in the Republican Party, they subverted that act. They went in and they said, we're going to modify it. And what it'll do is it'll offer us transparency. Do you feel things are more transparent since 2013? Do you think that things are more transparent since the government allowed themselves the authority to lie to you? They, they, they made a law. Well, they reversed a law. They just said, hey, listen, I think it's a good idea to be able to lie to the American people. And what kind of lies have you heard since 20, 2013? Mm. I, may, I may need another one of those. Um, a lot. How many lies have you heard from the government since 2013? In particular, since 2020. 
How many lies have you heard where they told you you knew that they're lying? For example, these new job numbers. Ever seen job numbers like that in January? <laughs> nobody has. That's why it was astounding. What about those December numbers? Huh? Nobody sees those kind of numbers because they're astounding. They're pumping the system and giving these numbers because they can lie. There's no reason not to. It's not against the law. It's all right to propagandize you. So since they can lie to you legally, they do. That's why it requires people to come out and speak the truth. What Charlie Kirk has done, um, what um, James O'Keefe has done, Gateway what Tucker Pundit. Carlson has done, what the Gateway Pundit has done, what Jim Hoft has done. These people have put their lives on the line to come and bring you the truth on a daily basis, folks. These are American heroes. These are our new founding fathers. The voices of the future are here today telling you what your future is going to be if you don't start listening, if you don't start getting involved. We're the, we're the canaries in the coal mine. Yep. And if you don't listen, you're going to suffer the consequences of those miners who didn't listen to the canary. Didn't hear him squawking right before he died. And they'll say, oh, just like um, Breitbart. It's going to announce some new information about Obama in two days and suddenly has a heart attack. <laughs> Strong heart, no issues. Oops, what happened? Now, you think that's, you think that's ludicrous, but folks, Biden just bombed now. a bunch of people. He didn't have the authority from Congress to do that. They kill who they want to kill. And if you don't understand that, that you're, you're just as easily for them, one of them to knock off. You see these movies, folks, where a congressman or a senator's son or daughter or whatever kills somebody. And so they cover it up. And then the reporter finds out and he digs into it and it breaks the whole story open. That doesn't happen. What happens is they find that they find that reporter and they say, well, you've got two options here. You can either end up with a really heavy, um, heavy set of shoes in the river or or. Uh, we can make you a star. Which one do you want to do? And then you get what you get. Those, sto those stories are based on fact. They wrap them around fiction so that you'll accept them. But this shit happens. That's why, you know, I've been saying for the last four years to get involved, get involved, get involved. And people go, oh, Kramer, it's easy to say, it's easy to say. Well, I did it today. I went and, I went and filed. I'm fi I, I filed to run for Boone County, Indiana, um, County Council at large. Why? Because y y to fuck up the machine, you got to be inside the machine. Y you can't be on the outside looking in, screaming and yelling at it, saying, hey, fix yourself, machine. Get in there and fix yourself. It doesn't work that way. We're governed by we the people. We're the fucking machine. They're not the machine. We are. And the sooner people realize what our founding fathers meant by our individual rights, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do as long as I don't harm you. That was the law. That's what they looked at it as. Do whatever you want to do as long as you don't harm someone else. And yes, the unborn are someone else. Sorry. It's the only thing in your body that produces another human. It's not a scab. It's not a bunch of cells. You can believe what you want to believe. But that's the only thing that produces another human is that process. So from, from the zygote all the way up, it's a human. From the very time that cell comes together, it's a human. Because if somebody went back in time from the, the time this person dies all the way back, they would end up in someone's uterus. 
That's just medical facts. Sorry. That's hashtag science. Love the way you put that. <laughs> okay, back to the Smith Mundak. Okay, well, let's get back to that. I, I did run, wonder there for yeah, a moment, yeah, didn't yeah, I? Okay, let's get back to it. Bit. Thank you. Okay. She, uh, she's producing tonight. I am? Yeah, that's a producer's job. Okay, oh. keep going. I I know I was listening to you. you well, were let's doing uh, let's very talk well. about you. You got you did kind of your own deep dive into the Smith no, Mud Act. No, it was not a deep dive. Well, are you going to talk about it? Where's your papers? I thought you had stuff I, to I, talk I, about. I did not. I didn't bring them. I was just. She's not half the producer I was. Holy cow. <laughs> what? What? You come into the show unprepared. You don't have your paperwork with you? <laughs> no, but I have my drink. So. Okay. It's a good thing you're cute. It's a good thing you're cute. I can talk I to know. her that way because she's my wife. Okay, there we go. Um, so the Smith-Mudd Act, w- w- folks, w- this is one of the first things when and if we get a new Congress <coughs> that starts restoring our rights. That should be one of the that first should be ones. one of the first things that happens is that we're guaranteed excuse me we're guaranteed <coughs> that our government can't knowingly and brazenly lie to us um, when they passed it one of the questions I asked was well who does that serve doesn't benefit me that my government can lie to me does it benefit you while you're thinking about that I'll take a drink well I, I told you earlier that that I think that came on the news that that they had done the modernization of it, or um, and, and we had a brief conversation about it, and 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 we both agreed this was a bad thing. Yep. I don't think we understood the extent at at how bad it really was, but yeah, I I distinctly remember that we both knew that this was not a good step. Never imagining right. that we would be where we are now, ten years later. So, it brings a tear to my eye. That and all the coughing. Don't know where that came from. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> folks, your freedom of speech. I, let, let, let me let me let me take this around. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to go back to the Smith Frank thing for a minute before I jump to that. The way that you have to look at how systems work is how they benefit you or or how they pain you, right? What, what things do they cause, um, good or bad? And, excuse me, the, the, the issue of this Smith-Munt deal is you have to ask yourself, who does it benefit that the government can lie to you, but if you lie to them, you go to jail, if you lie to the FBI during an investigation <laughs> and they catch you on it, they put you away, asked General Flynn. That's what they said. He lied. He lied to them. They could lie to him all day long. They said it was just a sit-down. Didn't matter. He lied to them. That's the rules. Does that seem fair? Does it seem fair that the, the government that can lie to you didn't, didn't used to be able to do that? Yep. Won't allow you to lie to them. Now, I'm going to, re- I'm going to, I'm going to t- tell you something about the Constitution. If you go back and read it, what it says is the government can't do shit. The benefits them uh, over the people. That, that's what the whole heart and soul of the Constitution is. Uh, the motherfuckers in charge can't make laws that impede your rights and benefit them. They can't do that. That's unconstitutional. And if you're doing shit on an unconstitutional basis, on a regular basis, what does that make you? Yeah, it, start with, it starts with a T and ends with traitor. 
Hey, you know, it just popped in my head. I, um, you ought to tell everybody about your audiobook. Mm. Um, not my audiobook. I didn't do an well, audiobook. Well, no, 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 not not you. Yeah, but the, the audiobook you've been reading or that you've been. <clears throat> reading, I've been listening to listening this to. Um, new audiobook. Uh, if you haven't heard me talk about it, it's um, what is his name again? Thomas Moore. No. No. Thomas. He'll come Woods. Up here in a minute. Woods. Thomas Woods. Thomas, Thomas Woods. Woods. Uh, he's got a book. Uh, a book called um, the. Uh, uh, Politically Incorrect Guide to American History. Had to, I had to see it. I had to see it in my head there for a second. Uh, the, politically, uh, the, the Politically Incorrect Guide to American History. And if you haven't listened to that book um, or, or read the book, oh, my God, go do yourself a favor. I don't get any money from this. I don't know the guy. Uh, but a great read, I'm sure. Uh, I'm listening to it right now. I was driving back from the border and was listen, listening to that on the way back. And, and astounding. I, it's, it's just astounding. Um the things that our government has done and the things that they've said, in particular FDR during the, the Great New Deal and the shenanigans that were going on with money and contracts and how things were being done and the corruption that was through and through that program, no different than the Green New Deal and all these others. Because all this money, it ain't going to you and me. It's coming out of our pockets. It's coming out of the pockets of our kids and our grandkids. They ain't paying a dime. They're making money. They're making money hand over fist. Meanwhile, they're they're telling you you're not paying your fair share. As you pay 55% of your income, on, on average, to the government in one form or another, through taxes or inflation. Because you don't control inflation, they do. They decide on how much money they're going to print. No different than what the king used to do. He'd sell people and, and places in his kingdom to, to be able to do what he was doing. He would, he would take you off your land and say, that's my land now, and sell it because he needed the gold. It's no different, folks. It's no fucking different. And it doesn't change unless you get involved. You've got to get involved in this thing, like things like the Smith-Munn Act. You've got to understand the limitations of their powers. They don't have the right to do this. They don't have the authority to do this. And you have every authority to stop them. They don't have the right to tell you. For example, went to the courthouse today to, to sign my paperwork at the Boone County Courthouse and walk in, and there's a sign you can't carry your gun in. So I lawfully take my gun back out to the car, and then I come in and raise hell with the, the, the deputy sheriffs there standing there saying, you swore an oath, guys. Why would you uphold this rule? Why would you do that? Why would you say that I'm going to get arrested if I come in here with a firearm? Why is it illegal to exercise my right in here and not, not illegal for you to exercise your right in here? Well, it's a rule. That's what you signed or uh, swore an oath to? Was to uphold rules? Rules? Wasn't that the coach from... <laughs> what was that uh, the coach that from... Like uh, Scooby-Doo. Well, no, the, the coach from uh, the Colts. When he, what, what did he say? Oh, oh, Regionals? Yeah. <clears throat> really? Mar, what was his name? Yeah, I remember. I can't remember. I see him doing it in my head. I anyway, can see I digress. His face. I can't remember his name. But folks, that Marshawn, I don't know. You, you've got, you've got to, you've got to keep in your head um, what our founding fathers were thinking when they did what they did. That's what you got to keep in your head. Why were they doing what they were doing? Why were they giving you a right to speak your mind? Why did they think that was important? Because they'd been in a position where they couldn't speak their mind. Why do you think they gave you the right to bear arms, Boone County Sheriff's Department, court system? 
Why did they, they give you the right to bear arms? Because your individual rights needed to be able to be defended by the individual. You, you shouldn't go, you go ask the sheriff to go, hey, man, can I have permission to defend myself? This guy's, <laughs> this guy's being a hassle over here. Well, when are you going to need to help? About 35 minutes ago, he shot me. <laughs> I mean, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. And the Constitution gives us our rights clear. They say no rights are absolute. The Second Amendment is. It's clear. It says don't fuck with this one. Don't fuck with it. This is the one. All of them. Of all, think about this. Can you name any laws amending the First Amendment? Can you think of any laws that limit your free speech, your free legal speech, right? You can't threaten to kill somebody. You can't threaten to harm somebody. You can't do it. Okay, but your free legal speech. Are there, are there any restrictions on that whatsoever? Nope. I'm doing it right now. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. See, I just did it. I exercised my free speech. You may not like it, but that's it. And you can say the same thing to me. And I can't like it. Maybe I don't like it. Okay, whatever. But the government doesn't have the right to tell you or me what we can or can't say. Meanwhile, they're able to lie to us. They're able to get up in a podium, and while we're trying to tell our truths, and they're trying to keep these tech companies from allowing us to do it, and we go out there and do it anyway at great personal risk. <laughs> Man, I get, some, I get some vitriol from my followers, not followers, but the haters I got. It's bad. There's some sick fucking motherfuckers out there. Thankfully, I have the Second Amendment because I exercise my rights. And if you want to be able to exercise your rights, folks, you have to exercise them. You can't be afraid of the government. You can't be afraid when they pass this smith Money Act and, and benefits them and doesn't benefit you. You can't sit back and say, well, I'm worried that the government is going to come and get me. It's not their right authority to come get you or me or anybody else. We're not breaking the law. We're exercising our rights. The Smith-Munt Act does not benefit the American people. Tell me in any which way, in any relationship, where one side thinks it's, hey, wink, wink, nod, nod, I should be able to lie to you, but you shouldn't be able to lie to me. Would you, be, would you stay in a relationship like that? If you would, you're, you're stupid. You're a moron. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's kind of harsh. It's a dear. little harsh, but well, it's harsh, dear. Facts are facts. That's true. Uh, you, you actually, you, you, I, I, I think I got you off on a tangent, but um, you were talking about the audiobook. Were you done talking? Were you done telling them? Well, about yeah, it? because well, yeah. Well, I think it turned into then yeah, because about it, the well, history. it all goes back to it. I mean, right. when you go back, you go back and you look at what the it, nothing has changed, what you've folks. Heard We're in, in a book. fucking cycle like this, right? They've mixed. They're they're mixing a civil war revolution right with the depression and a great reset that they get they did with the depression. Yeah, when when they did all this shit, the folks, this is the history. Here's what they did. It's no different than what they're going to do now. They're going to take all your money. They're going to re and devalue it. They're going to issue new shit and say, this is the new shit. How do I know? Because that's what FDR did. He said, owning gold is illegal. They made a, a law that you couldn't own gold. Think about that. 
And so all of those, those legal, those law-abiding Americans, they turned in their gold. Of course they did. And they turned it in at, oh, let's say $3 a pound or whatever they were selling it at that time. And then what Roosevelt did was held that gold. There was no gold shipments out of the U.S. for a period. And all of a sudden, the gold markets around the world were panicking. And he reset the value of gold. And that's what set the new dollar. They're getting ready to do it again. They, they did it in 1971. They, they need to do it somewhere in the ballparks of every 40 to 50 years. Why? Well, because it's a Ponzi scheme. We're broke. We're broke. And if you go back and you, again, through this podcast, you learn what the founding fathers were thinking about a central bank and why we shouldn't do it and why it was damaging to the nation. They knew that it would rob us. They warned us, don't do it. Didn't stop them. They kept doing it. So here we are. We're going through this, this third cycle, this third iteration of, of high-low depression, and then they rob us of everything, and then they reconvince us that, hey, $8 bread's normal. <laughs> you, you, you shouldn't be bitching. It's $12 over there. That's what they do. You know it, and I know it. And it, it, same thing happened back in the 1770s. That's, that's what our founding fathers were bitching about. They wanted to get back to the England that they knew, that, to the colonies that they knew. They didn't want to overthrow the government. They wanted their rights back. They wanted the rights of, of Englishmen. Mr. Kramer yes. says, I have a question. Yes. So what you've just been describing, is that what you got from his book? The or did you get that from yes. school? No. Well, a combination. Right. Not not to the, maybe that degree. But no. Right. But it's, it's an in-depth dive into American history on a bunch of different tangents, but it follows a path, and it tells you the history as things happened and kind of explains the little nuances that they don't talk about, like how the Civil War was not about uh, ending slavery. That's not what it was about. It was about states' rights. That's how it started out. And it wasn't really a civil war. It was a, the War of States, where states on this side says, no, we're not going to honor that, and states on the other side said, no, we're not going to honor that. Sound familiar? Sound like something that might be going on right now? Very familiar. The whole thing is cyclical, folks. And if you pay attention to the signs, there's nothing new. They've done this before. I don't have a crystal ball. I have a history book. I mean, that's how easy it is. If you read a little bit and stop getting, you know, get off these platforms and do some research of your own. By the way, I love what, um, what's his name? Jimmy Dore. We went to go see Jimmy Dore. And one of my favorite lines of his is, uh, yeah, he says, uh, he said, I did my own research in the old days. <laughs> today, they call it, they, they, that's frowned Journalist. on. But in the old days, we called it reading. Reading. Oh, reading. Right, right. Yeah. You know, so it, it's the same he thing. Was, he was funny. Um, no, I, I found that book. I, I, just you talking about it. I can't wait to listen to it when you're done. But it's a long one, right? So it's like eight, eight hours. Eight hours, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. So if you do long drives, it's a great one. Folks. Um, Maybe it'll inspire people. I would hope think? so. I would Did, hope do you so. feel like it inspired you? Yes, because there's it's it's interesting. Uh, and again, we're not getting paid to talk about this. <laughs> I just I just like this book. I came back. I drove back from the border and and had uh, several hours where I listened to this in a row, and it was just a, a, a deep dive into the 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 subtle nuances of things that you've been told versus what they really were. And the the understanding and understandings and misunderstandings and how it's been warped, um, especially in the last um, 30 to 40 years by the left and how they've positioned certain arguments. For example, 
um, you know, what Stalin did uh, throughout Russia. The, well, the, the Democrats at the time were behind it. They supported it. It is what it is. When you understand history, then you understand what people are capable of. Folks, Democrats, the Democrat ideology is slavery. That's what it is. That's what it all, it's, it's what it's always been. It's, that's its foundation. When they talk about a foundation in this nation, slavery has always been a part of the Democrat Party. That's because their ideology thinks that way. They believe in their minds that they've earned the right to some part of what you make, what you earn. They deserve the right, like the bully on the playground. Hey, give me your 10 cents or I'm going to beat you up. That mentality runs strong through them. They believe that they have a right to the sweat from your brow. For a long time, it was just easier to go round some people up and bring them over. And by the way, they didn't go over and go into the deep jungle and get them. That history is all wrong, too. No, the people in the deep jungles brought them to the shores and sold them to the highest bidder. It was a capitalistic market. It was one of the first black-on-black crimes. Shipped them across the U.S., brought them over here, enslaved them. And then when they couldn't, when they couldn't own them anymore, I mean, keep in mind, they, they, that was part of it. They, they wanted states' rights. And the reason they, they, they wanted states' rights is because they wanted to expand slavery into Missouri and the other states. And the Union said no. They didn't want slavery in the western states. That's what it was over. You can have it. You can keep it. But you can't expand it. That's what it was all about. It was all about money. Just like now. Nothing's changed. When you know the core values of everything that's going on, the lowest common denominator that makes sense is it's all about money and control. And now they have a way through these devices and and, and these mediums to be able to listen to and hear and record everything that you say, every communication that we have. They have that ability to do that. You have to know, folks, that anyone that has the kind, the kind of control that this technology-backed theocracy that we have going on right now, this, this religion of science and this religion of government and this religion of tech, where they're trying to mold it all into one thing, it's damaging. It's not good for anybody. And our government's behind it. The people in power, the people that decide what your children learn— There's a report recently that more four-year-olds know more, know more about their gender than they do about their colors and reading and writing. That's sick, folks. We're allowing our children to be sexualized. Why? Well, because the government can lie to you. They can tell you left is right, right is wrong, up is down, green is red, blue is, 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 is smells like raspberries. I mean... That's the power that they have right now. And unless you break it, unless you change it, nothing changes. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. 
The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. America's political prisoners need our help. Kramer Says is on a mission to raise $100,000 or more. Can you help? Join, Join our, our mission today at KramerSays.shop. Kramer Says is everywhere. Twitter, Truth, Instagram, and always on America's fastest growing free speech platform. Kramer Says Social. Make, Make your free account today at KramerSays.com. Well, 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 there we go. There we go. There we go. We're going to wrap it up tonight. Uh, that was fun, uh, Mrs. Kramer says. I'm going to bring you back up there. So so say hi to everybody and bye to everybody. We're, we're going we're gonna to be Hello. done. Hello. It, it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Would you do it again? I was a little nervous in the beginning, but um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, well, next time you'll have to loosen up and, and, and be ready to go. I mean, like, like get fired up like you do when you're cooking. Fired up. Oh, yeah. No, when I'm when I'm commiserating with you yeah. about how screwed up everything is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I get fired up. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, well, we'll do it again. Thanks for letting me join in. Anytime, Mrs. Kramer says. There you go. Okay, with that being said, I'm out of here. Thank you so much for joining. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow or as soon as we can. We'll see you then. You're watching Kramer Says.